Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello, welcome everyone to the distraction here on fightful.com. It is Thursday. We have a special guest. I am Jeremy Lambert, joined as always by Joseph Holbert. Joe, how are you? I'm I'm good. Uh, I'm as good as can be, right? And we're going to obviously get into that over the next hour, I assume been a pretty wild week Jeremy it feels like we haven't spoke for about eight years a lot has happened but again we'll tackle that today for better or worse right hopefully we leave this with a little bit more insight than we end up <laughs> yes um and with us today our special guest from steel chair from pro wrestling post she did an excellent piece on, on fightful this past weekend looking at female wrestling fans georgia madden georgia uh, we appreciate you joining us today how are you thank you um i'm good thank you for letting me be here and giving a different opinion yeah um joseph and i are not the the people that i i think our fan base or just really any fans should be want, wanting to listen to right now um you know typically on our thursday shows we put five minutes on the clock we discuss kind of wackiness sometimes a serious side of pro wrestling not the the time to do that it's it's all bad right now there's just not a lot of good stuff going on um so we have georgia on to discuss the speaking out movement to discuss the covid stuff because uh she's an important voice in the wrestling community and and you should listen to her and not us really every day but particularly this past week in this certain topic uh so georgia i'm gonna kind of let you lead the discussion here of just you know we've seen a lot of allegations over the past week from wrestlers from just about every company as a female wrestling fan like when you go to these shows how comfortable are you typically and now when they resume again i mean how comfortable do you think you'll be uh, i think part of the problem is you don't feel comfortable i i personally don't um but when you voice that a lot of people will say where well, you're whining or you're being very you're overplaying something but i mean i I've probably been to two local shows last year. I don't go to many. I don't like the atmosphere a lot of the time. And the last one I went to, and it's really, it's just, I mean, I was sitting next to a group of about six men and I felt uncomfortable the whole time and they did nothing. But I just felt being brought into that you sit there and you just don't feel like you place. And whenever I go to a wrestling event, or I go not just actually to see wrestling, but when I go to actual events, you feel like everyone's watching you. You feel like you're the odd one out. And there is very much that culture there. And because you're looked at like that, you expect something to happen. And that's not right. And 
that's not right in both parts because we shouldn't feel like we're going to be attacked we should be able to be free and that's you need to comfort that on both sides yeah no that makes a lot i mean that's that's kind of that opening point is why we need you on here because that's just something we can't grasp, right? Like it makes a lot of sense to me when you say it, but I just, just it's not something I think about, not something I consider. Um, I wanted to get like your obviously the speaking out movement and it swept up all of our timelines, right? Like it's the, it's the leading story and, and rightly so. I wanted to get kind of your instinctual reaction. And now that you know these things have kind of processed in your mind, but was it like a pure shock or was it a Oh, I don't want to say a sigh of relief. That seems like the wrong phrase, but almost like a this get these stories out there kind of deal. Or was it just pure shock? That's what I'm interested in. The first one, I think, was Star. I think he was yeah. first. Yeah. And I remember reading that thinking, that was a shock because I'd seen him as, like, in, in he's in the independent scene. I'd watched him on other shows, and I thought, that was a... I didn't know him very well as a wrestler, so. Yeah. But to hear someone come out just randomly was a shock, and then it was a lot of pain and heartache reading hers, and then seeing the negativity she got. And I sort of, I think a lot of us thought, okay, that would be this one thing, this this arse is going to be taken down, and then that's it, everyone's going to go on. And then the next day it got worse and worse, and I think, I mean, I got to about two days in, and I just couldn't cope, so I turned off for a while and I know a lot of female fans did you just it's it, it's not even one promotion it's just everyone and yeah. it's like these are people you followed for years and you really support them you buy the merch you go see them you stand in a queue for hours and you're like in floods of tears meeting them and then you just can't grasp that they did that and then you can't grasp with how they deal with it after because some of them apologies were atrocious <laughs> like yeah. didn't even put effort in and it's, you can make mistakes and you can be, you can be wrongly accused and you can make mistakes, but at least own up to how someone is feeling. And you've obviously done something to make someone feel like that. So own up to that. Don't just yep. push it off. And it's just, it's just, I know so many, I mean, before I came on, I was reading in a, a group for women fans about, people have been putting up YouTube videos today and they've been saying that they're, they're just sort of done with wrestling and wrestling has been in points where they felt suicidal and they've had horrific, they've come out with really bad relationships and now they're, they're done. And I felt like that. I, I, I struggled to review wrestling this week. I've been really struggling to write because I just don't know why. It's a bit where, why do we care? Because we don't know. You watch someone and you think, is it going to be you next? Do I want to put this time in when you could be next? Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a horrific feeling for us all. And that's not just female fans, but I think we have this mindset that we're we're the odd ones out of this community, and we have that mindset that we're gonna be attacked and we're gonna have problems. And this just reinforces that. And this really reinforces why are we part of this community? Because not only are wrestlers doing those horrific things, but there are a lot of fans who are not being very courteous. They're being very, they're not listening. They're, mm-hmm. they're giving really negative stuff back. And we need to be a, a cohesive unit too. Because in a way, I understand what you mean by it's sort of a relief that these people will be found out and they can be removed. But if they get removed and there's a lot of fans who are still very toxic, yeah. it, it doesn't mean anything. <clears throat> Everyone yeah. has to change 
to make a difference. Yeah, that makes a lot. I mean, I um, there was a point there that I can't like kind of reiterate enough about. This isn't the time for any of our fans that do this on social media. I, I just want to stress: this is not the time to be like flying the flag of your favorite promotion. You know, this is there is no like there is no um, honest leader in this. This industry is rotten, and it is it, top to bottom. Okay, the industry leader is hiding stuff, and then the face of the independent scene are at the front of this. This is just bad in every which way. So, yeah, I mean, I um, I can definitely relate to a lot of the stuff you were saying about. Like, is this, are these people worth my emotional investment, right? That, I think that's saying that anyone watching this, if you don't feel that, I'm almost confused as to why you wouldn't get that part at least. But yeah, definitely from top to bottom, there is an issue here. And that's why, generally speaking, this stuff will kind of like, stuff that's not um, on television will kind of, you know, we'll leave that to be discussed elsewhere. That is not, this is not time for that. This all needs to be tackled now and discussed because it's important. It's very much important. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%. The, the one thing is a lot of this hit the, the British wrestling community, yeah. and both of you are, are over there. I'm outnumbered today with accents. Um, like, <laughs> is, it, is it really that bad? Oh, I've, never, I've never been over there. I've been to American wrestling shows. I've never really felt uncomfortable. Do I find some American wrestling fans just kind of strange and whatnot? Like, yeah, I'm uncomfortable at just kind of uh, concerts and stuff. Um, but, like, is it is it as bad as it just seems over there to where everyone's going out to the pub every night and, you know, doing, doing whatever. Like I, I don't have the same relation. I guess it happens in America as well, but it seems like it's just really hitting the, the British community harder for some reason. I mean, I'll have to pass. I'm not like the Brit risk guy. I haven't been to enough of the shows. Like I don't know. It certainly seems that way, right? It's hard for us to kind of sit and be like, no, it's fine here. It seems like there's a real problem, certainly. It's been, that's been like the focus of the whole movement. So, yeah. Um, see, I, I didn't feel like it was bad, but the two shows I went to, three of the guys who were accused were at both of them shows. Mm-hmm. And, and the promotion who ran them shows has also been accused. And I... That's the problem that I you don't notice it and you don't think it's an issue. But no. there obviously is an issue. And there yeah. obviously is something that that promotion must know because they're things that they've been talked about that happened six years ago. So that promotion must have known something. And yet they continued to never address it, never have, and then bring other wrestlers in. And it's one of the. I, how much do you know? How much do you not know? And it makes you then question everything about that and about, the, especially the UK scene, because I never thought it was an issue. Obviously, there is issues that we just aren't really aware of. Yeah, I mean, it's very hard to kind of like, at some point, when these notes seem kind of, we will investigate. At some point, you just can't, you just roll your eyes, right? It's like. Mm. Where, where do we draw the line between, okay, maybe one guy can hide some behaviour. This is like locker room culture level of the amount of people being involved in this. So, And I agree with you too. There's, there's some of these cases are like, I don't want to call them um, like secrets that everyone talks about on social media, but there are some of these that are. They're, they're, they're things that people have discussed kind of like, not jokingly, but they reference it for years. And these people are in major promotions. So I, I'm with you and it's very hard to trust... Um, 
equally, as we said, it's, you know, it's hard to look at a performer and go, okay, do I want to support this guy? But it's equally the same as, like, do I want to support any promotion? They, I mean, they're all involved one way or another. You trace it, you know, closely enough, I'd imagine all of them are involved. So it's, yeah, it's difficult. It's, it's very disheartening, to say the least. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it's not bad in America. I mean, Joey Ryan seems to be the worst of, I mean, not seems to be, yeah. he is. He's the worst yeah. of, of all this, and he should be in jail. Um, and, you know, Chikara just shut down as well amid allegations. I'm sure it's bad in America. Some of these people might be protected by the companies they work for now, mm-hmm. and that's why uh, women and, and even some men, like, haven't spoken out against them because you know if we haven't heard a lot from about the the bigger companies because they they just have those protections like in in the uk the big companies are nxt uk and progress and it it seems like both of those companies are just ravaged right now with with just people who shouldn't be in wrestling or, or should be behind bars yeah we don't have a national company right like, i mean like nxt yeah. uk they can claim to be whatever they want to be they're not a national company that people generally know about here like it's just not a thing so um i i do fear that you know the the power of a wwe or a AEW, maybe i don't know that is kind of putting people off from saying their story that's my fear with the american scene but obviously it's impossible to know that until further but yeah that is a that is a factor for sure I, I I wanted to I, I, yeah, I didn't I, I didn't want to leave it there because I just didn't I didn't know where to uh, I know this is tough I know it sucks we were talking a little bit before we went on the air about it's interesting to me when you mentioned about feeling uncomfortable and I just I said to you before like how much stuff that takes place on air that fans like Jeremy and I just kind of like accept as part of the show affects that level of discomfort because look we all know wrestling history is just it's rich with sexism and bs and that's just part of that's what it is unfortunately but how much of that still exists that continues to drive a kind of wedge between male fans and female fans in your mind anyway i mean talking about tv i know we discussed it earlier um yeah. and you mentioned jim ross and some comments yeah. he made and this is this is a really clear example of the divide there is he does say this especially about like first one like double going into double enough at the first one with reho there were some yeah. comments about her how she looks and I, as a woman i thought oh, do you need to say that mm-hmm. does it have to be about how she looks or could you tell me something about her because i have no idea who she is but and then comments do because they were a bit like you have to say it yeah. and that makes you feel but if you publicly said that there will be a lot of male fans and women fans who are like it's not a problem stop making yeah. big deals out of every little thing i mean one of them was uh jake roberts when he i wouldn't call it dry humped brandy but he he sort of laid on brandy yeah the first time i saw it it was a bit like was that needed? And it was almost like a small trigger, but it just, it's not needed. But then it's, and that's fine, that was okay. The second time I saw it, it wasn't as bad. It was probably just more of a shock. He's a heel, that's what he does. Um, it wasn't a big, humongous problem. But if yeah. you've been a victim of something, that could trigger you, and that could cause a problem. And I think you have to be aware of that. It was more, 
see then reaction by fans from that that little picture that then took it and then turned it into a whole nother wave of just I mean I whenever I'm in a wrestling group days I don't like being in wrestling groups with a majority male fans because you get so many like look at this wrestler look at these pictures of her let's talk about her in ridiculously degrading ways and that was one of the things that happened with that Jake Robertson was it was taken mm-hmm. to be completely sexualized and it wasn't AEW who did that it was the fans who then took it and did that afterwards and then you wonder why we don't want to be here in this community because every group we're in we see it constantly and yeah. it's not always the stuff on TV that affects you it's how fans then take it and then they go on it and build on it and that's yeah. just it's not a nice pleasant environment to be in when you can't even be in a like a, a WWE or AEW fan group because every other post is going to be here's a female wrestler let's look at her like this yeah I, I thought the the Jake Roberts thing um, beyond just that visual was an interesting dialogue that I, I mean, obviously a lot of the fans having it were not, they were not qualified to be discussing it, obviously, but it does open up that interesting thing with wrestling. And it, it's unique to wrestling is we all accept that wrestling is a television show, but there is something to be said for like, we always discuss good heat and bad heat. Right. Cause I think Jake said some stuff in promos too about Brandy. Right. And it was kind of like, at what point do we say, well, he's just a heel, he's trying to get emotion out of us, and we just we say, that's not needed. We don't really need to go that way. There's easier ways to get heat in an empty building in Florida. Right? Like, I don't know. I'm sure you see this argument a like, lot, he's just a heel. But at some point, you must think, okay, so where's the heat for you guys? Because I'm sitting here hearing this every week. It's like, it's a, it's a common thing. We see it a lot with a different, you know, different groups They're just using it for heel heat. But it's very unique to wrestling, that, right? We all accept it's a TV show. But we feel like there's a line they don't need to cross. And oftentimes, even to this day, wrestling shows still cross that line. I don't know. The the thing with Jim Ross is, and, and even Jake Roberts, is like the defense of it is Jim Ross's defense was it's on the script. And that's what, you know, kind of the defense for all is that, okay, Jake Roberts' promo, that's what he was scripted to say. That, or he was bullet pointed to say. That's what he was scripted to do or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then it just becomes a thing of, all right, so when does someone step in and be like, don't script this don't yes, have this yeah. person say this because it, like like joe was saying how necessary is this to to get your heat or whatever and so many wrestlers so many wrestlers wanted i mean i guess it started with, with hulk hogan with, with that whole thing it's like you got to separate the real person from the character right that they're they're two different people the the person i am on screen is not the person that i am in real life and we're coming to find out that some of these people the person you are on screen is the person you are in real life and and that's the issue um but it that is a thing that's just unique to wrestling is okay what you see on screen is not who i am in real life i was scripted to do this don't take it so serious and whatnot but all right you can say that but then you can't really wonder why people are uncomfortable perhaps around you or uncomfortable watching your product, even if it's television product, because you're doing these things. You're, you're putting these things out there. Yeah, it's um, I, I don't want to go away from the from the, uh, the speaking out topic. I don't want to do that. But it is an interesting thing of is wrestling actually escapism or is it um, promotions try and mirror social issues? And because we see it on, I mean, I guess the biggest wrestling show right now is SmackDown, right? What part of the Jeff Hardy angle is escapism? 
You know, that's another example. Right? Like, wh- where are we escaping there? But their argument would be we're telling a, you know, a, a story that could inspire... I mean, that's where, to me, I always find this difficult, this discussion, is because they can hide behind it's fiction and we're mirroring reality. But I thought this was supposed to be smiles on faces. I mean, I'm sure there's an easy way to get heat without making people have experienced stuff, often much worse than what that, what that particular case, um, making them feel uncomfortable to watch the show. I don't know. That feels awful like outdated wrestling to me. I don't know what you think, Georgia, but that's just my take on it. I think one, when we're talking about Hill, um, one who I think of is MJF. Who will yep. offend everyone? Mm-hmm. He doesn't go out and he won't go. Oh, yeah. You're a woman, so I'm going to offend you. Yeah. He'll offend everyone, and yeah. I think that's there's a difference there, and that's why a lot of people probably aren't as angry at people like MJF because he won't. It's never just one person. Yeah, he's not going to find you because of your race or your gender or your sexual orientation or a disability. He's going to offend everyone. Like you mm-hmm. wear glasses, he'll offend you. He'll offend anyone, and I think that probably a better way to be a deal than just to signal out one specific group and be like I'm going to target you today deal with it and I mean a lot of the times if it offends you and you're I know you must feel the same if you're of a different race or you're different sexual orientation I'm just I'm a woman who happens to be white so I'm talking from a woman's point of view Mm. like I didn't mind when Jake did the whole branding, the words. The words didn't bother me. Okay. But maybe that's because I feel like if it bothered me, I was then going to get more stuff back at me. Yeah. And that, I think, the problem. Like, I, especially within journalism, I don't like to give an opinion because I know I'm going to get it back. And Mm -hmm. if I, I'm fine with a review because I feel like I'm protected on a site. And I can just turn the comments off. When it's if I tweet something, I'm gonna get it back. And it's not gonna be let's have a discussion about why we think something different about a wrestler or wrestling a promo. It's gonna be why you're wrong, and I'm gonna prove to you're wrong, but I'm gonna do it in a degrading way. And I think mm-hmm. that's and that's the problem. Sometimes I feel like it offends me, but I can't be offended because if I am, I'm then gonna get had to go out because of that. And yeah. I mean like the Jeff storyline, like you just to touch on that you said about how oh, we're doing it to help recovery could be their excuse. Well, what you're showing is if you want to come out as your alcoholic, you're going to be demeaned and you're going to be yeah. attacked <laughs> by people. So why people would then go, oh, I'm going to come out into recovery. Yeah. It doesn't react to that. You can't use that excuse. You want to be real, then you have to actually speak to people from that community and work mm-hmm. out what would be helpful. Yeah. And I mean, we touched it on my interview about the LGBTQ. If you want to have lesbian a lesbian storyline, have actual lesbians or yeah. at least people in that community help you. Don't have two known straight women pretend to be lesbians. Yeah, it, it doesn't work. Well, they yeah. tried that with Sonia Deville, and they're like, "No, we're gonna give this to Liv Morgan and Lana instead." Um, the you know the speaking out movement. It's been really, it's not been good to see, but the, the strength ha- has been good to see because like, like you mentioned, like you're afraid to just like give an opinion of, all right, I don't like this wrestler and you know, something simple like that because someone might attack you and be like, well, you're wrong. I'm AEW. So you're, you're wrong for not liking this particular AEW wrestler. And I'm at like, you, you even see that with the, the, the women who have spoken out and who have uh, these allegations out there. It's like, 
you know, you accuse the a wrestler of doing something, and then that wrestler's fan base just attacks you. Like, he could never do this. Nope, nope, you're wrong. Like, yeah. I don't know what you say. Like, he had this great match that night against so-and-so. There's no way he was out after the bar, like, groping you after that. It's like, no, like, this is why so many people are, are afraid to speak out because they're just going to get attacked by the, these public figures, their their fan base, uh, who d- just believes all these people are saints. And, like, you know, the the speaking out movement is the, the highest scale of that. But this is something that just goes down all the way through wrestling. And, and women certainly get it worse because, uh, unfortunately, uh, the, it's just kind of how it's like women's voices are, are not as strong in just about every single community and, and they're looked down upon. And so if, if they say something, men have to come with our testosterone and, and mansplain everything to you of like, no, the, this is what this is what's real. You're missing this point. And like, I can't imagine act, like feeling uncomfortable just putting out an opinion of, hey, didn't really like that uh, Jungle Boy match. And then just getting attacked by a bunch of people for for disliking a jungle boy match. Yep. I mean, I, mean um, sucks. Carol, yeah. I think this is comes back to wrestling, and I'm not saying other sports at home. I've been involved in ice hockey my whole life, and there were so many problems there as well. It's all it's it's probably yep. all sports, but wrestling's the one where you can use the excuse of I'm not that person. It's a character, so don't hold me accountable. Whereas if you had someone in the NHL who tweeted something, they're probably going to get a suspension, they're going to get some sort of fine. A wrestler can say I was just in character. That was me being a character. I didn't mean to offend, it was a character. And of course we don't want heels to go, you want that. But there's a point where you've got to say you're not a character when you you cross a line. There's a line Mm -hmm. and it's firmly set and if you're going to cross it, you can't use that excuse. And it's just I think also the problem is I understand why some fans want to not believe it. You might be a very young kid looking up to a wrestler and just they are everything and you it's almost like you're being cheated because you bought into that. You bought into this person and you've supported them your whole life and you've defended them and then you find out they're not who you thought they were. And I understand that that upset and that hurt because you you've sort of in the same way been hurt because you trusted them mm-hmm. but that doesn't then give you the right to someone who's been so strong attack them you should be understanding that they're hurt and you're hurting for a whole different reason but this is the community needs to sort of hurt together and then fix the problem and then heal it can't be let's turn it into a more of an argument and a fight and that's and i mean i you have to prove an accusation but don't prove it on twitter Go to an authority and prove it. But you don't have to show me proof, show me proof. On some 20-year-old girl who's, who's took years on pain to speak up, and it's, will prove it to us. She doesn't have to prove it to six yeah. people on Twitter. She has to prove it to a proper authority so that person can be convicted, not to anyone. You don't have that right to know every detail of her life because she's come out and she maybe gave a vague statement. You don't have to know every detail that hurts her. Because she's just going to get attacked anyway. Whatever she says, she'll be attacked for. So let her do that the proper way. Yeah, I mean, that's the one part of this where it's like, listen, don't investigate. 
Like, he's not your... Your job as someone that likes the wrestler being accused is not to, like, have a look at the evidence at hand. You, you have There is nothing you'll gain from that. You're just making it harder for victims to speak out, basically. And, like, look, if you truly believe that your favourite wrestler is, is in the right here, that will be proven by someone way above you on Twitter replying to the person accusing them, right? I mean, I don't want to... In fear of oversimplifying it, like, just, just don't do that. Just, there's no... And the one thing, too, was... Um, you said, Jeremy, you was like... There's, you know, the scale, this is the extreme of it, right? Definitely do not do that. But it also speaks to what you were saying. I mean, that's so sad to me, what you said about, like, being fearful of sharing an opinion because you know what the reply is going to be. It, guys, we don't have to tell people they shouldn't be offended by saying or they shouldn't feel uncomfortable about saying that is That's just ridiculous to me, right? Like, now there's things that happen on wrestling shows that probably have no effect on me that I'm sure would make you feel uncomfortable. It's not my job to tell you you should also be fine with me. Right, that's the whole point of this. We have different perspectives, but I mean, if there's one thing that, if you just have a Twitter account, you should better relate to this, okay? I, if I get in an argument with someone on social media, I am like on edge, refreshing my mentions. Imagine the bravery it takes. Honestly, I, I don't even want to make light of it, but that's me when I tweet an argument with someone about wrestling. Imagine what the bravery it takes to post your story, to tell your truth. Like, I can't imagine what it's like looking at your phone when you've done that and waiting to see the response. And we know how we work, right? It's like, if you get 10 positive comments, that one negative one will stand out. Do not be that negative comment when it comes to that this serious. It's just, it doesn't belong. And obviously, look, our reach here is minimal. But I just can't, I can't fathom why you, anyone would feel the need to be like, okay, now it's time for me to be a policeman on this and like look into the claims. No, that's not your job. Just listen, make a note of it, and it will play out as it should. The the invalidation of feelings is uh, it's, it's widespread across all communities. But you know when when someone speaks out and like like you said, you, you don't inv you don't have to investigate. That's not no. like if you if you don't believe the victim, okay, you you don't have to attack the victim, um, and, and you don't have to say anything really. Like, yeah. like you really you're not getting paid by the tweet you, you don't have to say anything if, if you don't believe the victim you can just be you know just what they what they went through what they're going through that that's their experience no one especially something this critical should invalidate that experience and again this happens you know across everywhere we're in the 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 wrestling bubble uh so to speak here but the the invalidation of feelings is just something i I can't always get behind because, you know, who who am I to tell you how you felt on that night? And, and Georgia, you mentioned these apologies, and the, all of them suck. Like every yeah. single one of them are are god awful. Sasha Banks had the best one, and Sasha Banks has nothing to apologize for. She, you know, she that was the best one. Zach Gibson uh, explaining the the Hitler game, what was fine, but he wasn't really accused of anything. All these other ones, they're just all terrible. A lot of them are invalidating feelings. A lot of them are like not even apologizing for for what happened. It's a lot of excuses. It's a lot of I did this, I did that. They're just, just sorry. The, this topic. Yeah, it sucks. It, it's it's all bad. And just listen to the victim if you've been accused of something. Look, they're. It's very tough to craft a good apology when when you've been accused of, of the the stuff that that's been out there, but 
you know, just say, I'm sorry, say, I, I hurt you, and move on and actually do something to better yourself i'm tired of these these wrestlers be like i've been in therapy for this many years i've been working like no your, your apology says you haven't done any of that shit because i've been to therapy for for plenty of years the first year i threw therapy away i didn't take it serious i i just it didn't do anything for me because i wasn't willing to put in the work if you go to therapy, it doesn't just mean you talk about your feelings and you listen to what your therapist says. Like you actually have to work on yourself in therapy and outside of therapy every single day. If you don't do that, you don't get anything out of therapy. So these wrestlers trying to say they're they're going to therapy and doing this stuff, like it's proof that you might go, but it, there's also proof that you're not doing anything once you leave that office and you spill your feelings out there. I, I'm just I'm sick of all of it. I'm just sick of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I've got nothing to add to that. I don't know about you, George. I'm, I, again, I said to you before. I, I really didn't want to make this show. Um, Jeremy and I talked about how much it sucks to be us. Look, it's it's nothing for us, you know, by comparison. When you say things like it's uncomfortable to be at shows, like I just, that's heartbreaking. It really is heartbreaking. But I um. I don't know. I guess we have to have these conversations, right? Like it's it sucks even worse if you have to just kind of keep that feeling to yourself. That's awful. But I I was wondering if you know you said earlier that this week covering the shows has been harder, right? Because you're kind of you're doubting how um, how much of an effect does the apology and the follow up to that apology, how much of an impact do you think that will have on your enjoyment? So for example, I mean, I'll use Sammy as an example because it's not an allegation. It's like an actual situation of him saying something. And his handling of it, for example, when he returns to AEW Dynamite, which I assume will happen, I don't know, it, does his handling of it make it easier for you to accept him as part of the show? Or is the action still the action to you? I'm, I'm interested in that part, basically. Um, just quickly jumping back to the apology bit. Yep. I mean, I've been a victim of sexual assault, like <laughs> most women have. And I think the big thing you want in an apology is to be acknowledged. And you can deny that you don't agree with what's being accused, but acknowledge that someone said that, acknowledge that someone feels that way. And some of them have tried and failed miserably because it then becomes me, me, me. But just, mm -hmm. you feel this way, and I'm sorry you feel that way. I don't think I did anything wrong, but I, I'm listening to you, and I will do whatever I need to do to help you. Don't become, when I was 12, I did this because I got this thing, or I once got a comment in my DMs, and that was awful, because we live it every day as women. I mean, we, we really do. The amount mm -hmm. of DMs and things like that you get is ridiculous. We live that. We live the comments. We live the going to a show and getting looked at or getting comments, and it's not... And this is the thing. It's not like when people go, oh, so women will never be asked out again. That's not... Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. An issue. It's not you having a conversation, a conceptual conversation with someone at a bar and say, "Hey, do you want to go back to mine or do you want to go out somewhere?" It's the sexualized comments that we are not. It's not a hello. Can we have a conversation? Mm-hmm. It's a hello. You stand there while I tell you everything I think about you, and then you reciprocate. And that's not. And this about the opinion thing is, we discussed it in my interview about women aren't really allowed an opinion a lot of the time. Like, if you go to a show wearing a shirt, you'll get, it's, you get quizzed. And it's, mm. well, tell me about the wrestler on this day, 10 years ago, when he had this match in the Indies from a different country. And it's like, I can like some, I mean, I've just, I, I've been writing for about four months. I'm only just coming into the bubble of New Japan. I can mm. say I like a carder. I not know 99% of things a carder's ever done, because I don't. <laughs> I haven't mm. got that many hours in the day to sit and research everything a carder's ever done. But I don't. I can say, oh, I actually quite enjoy a carder's recent run in New Japan without getting, well, let's ask you 50 questions. Yeah. That's that. And that's a huge, and that's why oh, the Googling, when you say something and then someone straight away gets a phone out and they Google and go, no, you're wrong. He lost in 30 seconds, not 35 seconds. And it's like, you can't be valid because you have to have, well, let me double check everything you've said. And then if you're right, they sort of just go, hmm, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me about this then. And yeah. then jumping back to what you just asked about, Sammy, for example, Sammy is such a different situation. Yeah. Because I, I've worked, I'm, I'm training to be an engineer. I've worked in motorsport most of my young life. And the culture and the attitudes a lot of young men have atrocious. And it's sort of learned that you say things about women. And I mean, especially in the UK, <clears> like builders, the mm-hmm. example of, you know, all the cat calling and the, that sort of the culture. So it's, do you blame an individual person for being part of that culture or do you blame the culture and how they've learned that? And I have that crisis with Sammy because do I blame him, which I do, but do I blame the fact that he was taught that was okay? And yeah. where, because he must have learned that from being in locker rooms and from other rest and that culture. So do we then just say this one person or do we say he, he needs to be punished, he's been punished? He's, he did one, but he's going to be punished, but we should yeah. punish everyone who taught him that culture. And I, yeah. don't, I don't mind Sammy coming back. I think they did, they handled it well. You know, we're going to donate to a charity. We're going to... I feel like they handled that well. If he had done anything physical, and if anyone came out saying that, he, he, he should be done. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Joe Ryan, he should be done. Yeah. But, you know... He wasn't young, but he made a comment and does he deserve to have everything ruined from a comment if he's truly that was, I think, six years ago? Don't four. quote me. Or four. four years, yeah. I'm a six, I'm a four. It's just, <laughs> but I mean, like, like, four years ago, <clears throat> if he had an open conversation with Sasha, Sasha is 
not okay, but she can see some forgiveness from him. Yeah. It did come out and it was it, but I guess that, and also use that as, if he uses that as a good platform, he can go out and be more active. Him being like, I'm going to go to indie wrestling and I'm going to go to retro wrestling that you don't say. There could be some good that comes out of that that could make him as a person realise that there is a bigger problem and he can help stop that problem. Yeah. I, I'm actually really glad that that... Um, I'm, I mentioned him because, obviously, as I said, like that's a kind of cut-and-dry situation, right? I imagine a lot of this is going to drag on and be, you know, statement after statement. But I'm actually... I'm glad you kind of made that... Um, you drew that line there because I... Generally speaking, with this stuff, I'll, I'll signal boost happily. I, I try to avoid kind of being performative on social media. You know, I, it's not it's not my story. I, I, I love to share people's stories, but I was very um, with the Sammy thing. I was very hesitant to make it seem less of a like a serious situation than it was. I didn't want to do that, but I am glad you said that because there were times where when I would briefly go on social media, that was the story that was getting the most discussion. And look, I'm not here to comment on whether that's right or wrong. All I'm saying is, is while we may not be able to say a ton of these guys are guilty, like a Joey Ryan is a different case than Sammy. And we're allowed to say that without it being, um, without it softening what Sammy did and making it seem better. Right? I think he's guess what I'm trying to get at. But um, yeah, I, I just think it's interesting. Like the, the apology thing is, I've never read so many apologies in all my life. The last week has just been a whole feed of apologies, right? Note section screenshots. I, I don't know. I um, I often wonder the impact of it. I think as soon as you, you go that route with it, people immediately are just kind of like, oh, here we go again. You know, like it seems so formal a lot of the time too. So uh, it's interesting to me. It is, I, I wonder um, the long-term effects of this on fans like yourself, even like us, like just investing. That's the thing that concerns you about it. Like it's just... I don't know how, where we go from here, I guess. I hate to be negative, but I don't. Yeah, Georgia, how do you feel about that of, you know, you mentioned you're, you're in group chats with a lot of different wrestling fans and, and female friends and stuff. I The only wrestling person I talk to is Joseph. But yeah, when, you know, when shows resume and everything, like, how do you feel about going to show? And even just sticking around through this and how do how do other females uh that you've talked to like what is their temperature on all of this as well there's a conflict of i did i i honestly was so close to i'm done now i'm finished i I think his mouth the fight wall came out just uh, in the middle so i Tuesday, and then my article came out on the weekend. I mean, I had wrote to the people I write for and said, I'm not doing anything right now. I'm your not, audio, I'm your, not, your audio is a, a little. Your audio is a little choppy. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I didn't mean to like cut you off or anything. I just wanted to make sure everyone can can hear the point. The problem with having a cheap mic. Is that okay? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of just in and out. Um, but but you were mentioning that you did the article for Fightful over the weekend, yeah. and then Tuesday, and then it was just yeah, it was a little choppy. Yeah, sorry. Um, 
I think the article came out on the Sunday Saturday. or something like that. I it was Saturday. And I was sort of Saturday. It's the time zone. It's the absolute. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the night for me is then daytime for you and I'm yeah. like but um, I had written to a lot of people I wrote when I said, I'm done. I don't want to cover, just find covers because I'm not reviewing. I'm not writing. And I'd come with Twitter and then I got a, oh, we're, we're going to publish it. And I didn't know if they were going to publish it because I thought it it could not be. It could be the wrong time. And then it got such an amazing response. And it was so, I mean, there was women who came out and was talking about their experiences at events because they had read mine. And they'd read these 10 other women who had shared that. And it sort of gave me faith. It was a bit like, oh, so there are people who want to listen. And there was a lot of male fans who had come out and said, I didn't know this, but hearing this has made me change my mind. And that was a big deal. And I think this could be turned into something positive because we could have a lot more acceptance. And like I touched on Sammy going, it would be amazing if he could go to other wrestling schools and teach it and I think we need that I think we need names in wrestling to say we're going to start going to younger guys and teaching them that this isn't right and we should have that with fans and I think there was one thing a lot of people said does Chris Jericho come out and break character and discuss it and I don't particularly want him to but I want AEW to say something Yeah. Just, and also they <clears> have <throat> the platform of heels now the female group yeah you could do something with this. And WWE can do something with this. And everyone can do something. There could be a let's have an open conversation and let's hear these fans and really hear women. Not just fans, but wrestlers. Let's hear how they feel. And to do that, everyone else has to be quiet for a minute and just really listen to that. And then don't just listen and pawn it off. And this is... Um, like you were saying about a lot of the groups I mean, we were discussing what should heels do. And people yeah. said, well, I don't want heels to mention if they're just going to talk at us. Don't talk, talk at us. Actually ask us. And that's what WWE, AEW, they should all do. They should actually ask us and then listen and then change it. Don't yeah. just tell us what we should be feeling and, oh, we feel sorry for you, but we're not the audio is is still uh it was good and then right there and just i mean but i mean we're never going to change social media at all twitter will always be the ultimate demon of us all but just listen is really the point yeah, I, I think we got the point. Was was yeah. great. I, we just lost the connection. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I, I, the last thing I want to do today, trust me, especially after the recent news, is glorify WWE. I mean, I, you know, it's not what I want to do, but I do have to ask this question because I think it's interesting. How impactful do you think? Um, you know, in the last few years, when people think it's branding or they think it's a real movement, the WWE has treated the women better, right? And, and Jeremy and I were speaking after WrestleMania. We were saying. It was amazing to us, like the, the best two matches to us were, were women's matches on, on night one and night two, or they, they opened the show, was I think the point. Do you think that's impacted the fan base and made them a little bit, um, I mean, I don't want to say more comfortable after what's come out in the last week, but like, I don't know, has it changed anything, do you think, with the fan base that they are at least on the industry leaders show, at least, for all of their flaws, they do treat women better than they did, I guess? I think WWE's problem is 
it was a bit little too late. Yeah. At one point, <clears throat> and I mean, uh, we touched again on my at my interview about the uh, sort of their evolution. Their evolution came a long time after TNA had had an evolution, yep. and that came a long time before other companies had had evolution. And they wanted to credit that. And we had discussed how Gal Kim was one of the people who had really came out before that and said, "No, I'm not going to do certain things." And I think there's still a lot. Of, there's just still a lot of problems there, and yep. there's still a lot of hurt because I'm lucky that I I sort of grew up after Attitude. Yeah. But I've watched back a lot of Attitude and some of the stuff that they can get away with is insane. And that's still clips that they show. They still show yeah. them clips. And it's... I mean, if you want to go onto any YouTube site and you want to look at WWE's worst moments, the top fives, you're going to see Trish barking like a dog and you're going to see them things. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. We can still see that. We yeah. can still see that problem. And it's not you fixing it. It's like you're trying to cover up that you did it. But we can see you did it. Just, and I mean, it doesn't help when you push the same four or six women. And it's, mm-hmm. they're all, a lot of them are a cookie cutter shape. NXT doesn't have that problem, NXT is something different. But when you look at Royal Smackdown, there's a, a, a cookie cutter shape of what you're going to get. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. And you don't make a lot of female fans feel inclusive when you, your, your lesbian character isn't allowed to really, I mean, she's allowed to wear a flag, but she's not allowed to have the storyline she wanted to have. You gave that to someone else. And when you, you just don't represent everyone. Yeah. And that's the point. You need to represent us all for us to be listening more and to show us that. And I mean, they could really use a platform. They, I, I, I'm not as up to with WWE. I, mm-hmm. I refuse to pay the amount that that BT will make you pay. So it, it's not, <laughs> I watch it and I watch the pay-per-views, but I don't, I'm not actively there. Okay. But when I watch it, some of the storylines are a bit, they're flat. They're very flat compared to some of the ones that male wrestlers get. And it's not like they're on the same platform. And it seems like it's the same storylines for eight months. And we don't really get much new. We just get the same one that's being recycled again and again. And just, yeah, they need to be... A good point that someone made in my interview was that we need to see more... Let's see storylines with the actual, like, the, the female refs and the female, mm-hmm. like, the hosts who do the interviews. Let's actually see them involved more than just standing there holding a mic to someone's face. Yeah, I, just a quick follow-up on that. I thought it was very interesting. Do you think it was more damaging the way that they, like, celebrated their own progression? You know, the way it was, like... It wasn't just, we're going to now treat women's wrestling importance. It was like, look at how great we are that in 2016, yeah. we have decided to do this. Was that worse? I assume it was, right? I think that made us all realise the bad things before. Yeah. <laughs> because it yeah. wasn't like, oh, look, they do something great. Well, let's look back and see all the things they didn't do great. And I think that was the... the they were. They were very arrogant about, mm. we're the best. And they, I mean, there was taglines of we're the first major company to really allow women to be allowed to be wrestlers. And it was, no, actually, there's many who were doing it. Before. And I mean, Gal Kim was very actively vocal about that, saying yeah. that's hilarious because we were doing it six years ago. And I'm yeah. not saying TNA didn't have some atrocious, really sexy storylines, but, you know, they were allowing some. And now Impact, for example, you've got 
when I say about cookie cutter characters, you've got Rosemary, Sue Young, Jessica yeah. Havoc. You look at them and you see more of a variety of women. It doesn't have to be you're skinny or you like you can be weird and you can be creepy and mm. that works and we don't see much of that within Raw and Smackdown. Yeah, it's all, like in wrestling history, right, there is like a, a each character can be put in a box generally, right? And in wrestling we have these wacky characters, we have to oftentimes, like now that you say that I see your point, oftentimes in women's wrestling, that that range is a lot shorter, especially in WWE. So no, that makes sense. I um one other thing about that is it doesn't help that you said attitude era. I mean, that is their most, they glorify that more than anything. And every time they glorify it, they feature the stuff with women. So like, it's, they're not like ashamed of it. They, they happily talk about how great they adjusted to that. So I can understand how that kind of almost is insulting to you when it's like they go on major platforms and celebrate the fact that they treat women like actual wrestlers in 2016. This started, I guess, right? Like, it's just, it's insane that we're even, I guess it's sad that I even see it as progression from where I'm seeing. Like, that's sad, right? Like, I'm like, man, it's great that the women are on the show a lot, and they are, but you're right, this shouldn't be progression in 2020. This should have been the way it's been for decades at this point. We shouldn't be happy that we're not sandwich breaks anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like we're not allowed to ask for more. Exactly, like, yeah. We've given you a beer, just be happy with that. <laughs> yeah, I get you, yeah. That's yeah, your level. I'm, yeah, we shouldn't be, like, congratulating them. Is the point, right? Like, we shouldn't be like, okay, bravo on that. The women now have good wrestling matches. No, they could have been having these matches all along. You didn't allow them to. So, I, I thought that was interesting. Because, look, for better or worse, I'm sure we all have um, more negative takes on WWE than positive at this point for a range of reasons that don't need to be discussed here. But, you know, they are they are the standard. And they probably shouldn't be, but they just are by default, right? To most people, that is wrestling. And it does explain a lot. When if, you know, I don't want to blame them for all this. It's certainly not the, you know, the main culprit, but it does explain a lot when we have to have these conversations about them, the leader of the whole industry. It's just interesting to me. Uh, with WWE, I mean, this is what I, I don't like to say this, but this is what they do. They 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 will gladly glorify. Like Titus O'Neil is a good example. It's like look at all this great stuff Titus O'Neil does. It's like put him on your television show then. Yeah. They they do the same thing with, with Sonya as well. It's like, oh, look at Sonya speaking out uh, with the LGBTQ community and all this stuff. It's like, cool, like give her some of that platform on your television show instead of having her come off as like this, this jealous bitch of, of Mandy Rose and stuff. Like they'll they'll gladly glorify all, all this stuff on, on social media. And then when more people are watching on television, it's like, yeah, this is this is who this person is. But I guess that's again, separate the character from the actual person and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, they, they shouldn't. The women's, you mentioned Joe, um, they, they could have had these matches a long time ago. Alexa Bliss in, in an interview was saying like when she first got to NXT, they wouldn't let her practice certain moves. And she got there, what, 2015? You know the, your Alexa Bliss history better than I do. Uh, but she got there, she got there in like 2015 or something and they didn't let yeah. her do certain moves because they were just like, yeah, you're never gonna do this anyway. This is 2015. And... Yes, and, and worse than that, she was like, "I don't know if I can talk about this. I may get in trouble." Yeah. What, what is going on? What sort of promotion are they running over there? Like, she, I, I don't know. I, it's insane that they actually. Um, again, I, I didn't want to mention WWE bashing. Thing. This is my fault. Like, don't get mad at, at George or Jeremy. This is my fault. But I just, it is amazing to me. Like they, 
one of their main female talents is talking about the fact that she, when she saw it, she couldn't learn all. She wasn't required to learn all the moves because it was supposed to be like a cat fight. I think was her words, right? It was supposed to be like a. That is an interesting part of it. Is do you do you say? I know you said you didn't watch the TV, so I'm sure it's like easier for you to kind of get through it than it is for us. Do you sense a difference in how they they write like the dynamics? So let's take Sasha Bailey or Sonya Amanda is probably the best example. Do you think they write those relationships differently because they're women? I'm interested in that. I mean, one point on Sonia, like going back to the line, it's like, yeah. uh, if it benefits us, we'll share it and we give you the flag. You know, you can wear the flag. So that, yeah. that should be your level. You should be asking for more because we're giving you that. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what it's like a lot with the storylines as well. We're giving you something, so just stop complaining. Yeah. And I think, I don't, I'm trying to think of a storyline I particularly love within the women's division. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of something. <laughs> I mean, um, how long has the Sasha and Bailey thing going now? Twelve years, I think, is the exact count on that. They're Twelve saving years, it for but... SummerSlam, okay? Look, if it makes safe. you feel any better, you're searching for a storyline you like in the women's division. I've been searching for a storyline I like in general for, for years, yeah. so it, it, it makes you feel better. You know, it's. it's at least they're inclusive in that regard, right? Bad creative for all. So this is now just become WWE bashing. My bad. Let's go back to serious topics. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, we, we can talk about COVID. WWE's handled oh, that yeah. extremely well. Oh, great. Yeah, great. And much better. I mean, that that is the one where, as much as I was, I was saying earlier, and I stick by it, if you're like me and you're just, your biggest impact on this is like, oh man, I like some of these wrestlers. Look, we're not the story here. With that being said, I totally get why COVID is just making all of us be like, I don't want to watch this stuff. It's insane, right? They're in our face just saying they don't care about the talent that we watch every week. It's just crazy. Mate. Do you have any thoughts on uh, COVID and just <laughs> how it's all been handled, Georgia? Oh. It's... When we first were right at the beginning and it was we might not do shows, I was ashamed to say I was probably one of the fans that was like, please continue. Yeah. do it well because it has and i can see a point where people say well it has brought something mm-hmm. because it has brought something to fans who may be struggling mentally with depression and having issues and it, it is that little light like you wait for that day of the week because you want to watch it and i get that but you have to make everyone safe and batch tape it if you want to do a show batch tape it yes it, just batch take 10 or 12 no one's gonna care we just even if it's not a full show you want to give us just a half an hour here's a couple of good matches throw it on well people are fine with that it's something Mm. but now you're at the point where you want to put people at risk and you don't want to just put them you want to put their families at risk and that's just not okay and i don't want to bash wfu but it seems they (laughs) they handled this a lot worse I yeah. didn't even know they weren't testing until they had admitted they weren't testing. And it's how hard is it to do that? You're the company for the most money and you couldn't pay for some tests to be done. And then, oh, we were, is it the whole, well, it's the test fault that they came back positive. Yeah, that's that's what the test is meant to do. You're positive, you're negative. That. Don't blame the actual test. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, AEW have held it better. Do they do shows? Do they not? I, I, I would have gone back. I would have just kept batch taping. 
I don't mm-hmm. know why they particularly stopped and then started doing the one week on, one week off because I can't even remember what one is live and what isn't anymore. I don't think many people can. Just batch tape a few, then do a pay-per-view, then batch tape. You don't cool. need to be trying to give us live because it really makes not much difference. There's no crowd. We don't see anything different. We're still seeing that don't bother with it. It's just there's no point of it. And I guess I do, I have to commend AEW on the testing and I have to commend them on the fact they've used a lot of indie talent who has no jobs. But they are still doing the week on wing off. Don't do the week off. Just, just back shape. Just really. And I can't stress that enough. You want to put a show on and I get that. Batch tape it. And then WWE needs to test. They just need to test like there's no tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like, (laughs) I see people talk about this like there's only one way to do it. Right? Like they have to come in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. They got you got to do it. Like it's, they could have sat and wrote ten weeks television, and they could have taped it as such that there was only ever two performers in the building at once. Right? They, they, this is the things you could do. I'm so glad you said that because it's almost like people think the only way these promotions are doing it. That's the only way it could be. That you can't actually plan this stuff out and get mumps in the can. But I just, yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I'm totally like it's hundred percent the deal about can I invest in these people. But the, the, the worst part is the ones that you're confident you can invest in are currently performing without COVID testing in an empty, like, PC that's got fa- friendly fans and, um, sorry, family and friends in there. Jeremy, what is going on here, Jeremy? I mean, you're, you may be closer. Jeremy is the newsbeat man who's going to have to defend this to me, but I don't understand what's going on, okay? I don't get it. Jeremy is exhausted from <laughs> all of this. Like Joseph and I have made it very clear yep. way back in March that we thought all of these shows should have been shut down. I I do agree with Georgia. I even agree with the the smiles on faces stuff in that like it is an escape. Do I think it's the best escape? No. Like people see no. these empty arena shows and it's <laughs> sometimes just a reminder of like oh yeah, there's no fans there. Like this isn't fun yeah. to watch and I think that's a reason why like ratings have gone down in stuff because all right, people have free time. Everyone's like, oh, it's live sports. Uh, you know, there's no live sports. Everybody's going to be watching WWE. It's like, no, people are going to watch, like, movies and stuff they haven't seen in forever. Like, that's what they want to watch. They don't want to watch just empty arena wrestling stuff. But if you're going to do it, there's smart ways to actually do it. Georgia mentioned batch taping. Yes, tape a bunch of episodes for, for one week and then just have everybody quarantined for the rest of the month. Like, that... It's, it seems simple. The, the easiest thing, the easiest thing, test people. <laughs> like, how <laughs> difficult. It, Triple H talks about his sword-piercing spray and, like, oh, we took their temperatures. And, and they, they keep saying, oh, yeah, we, we staggered them coming in. And then you see all the photos, like, everybody's hanging out backstage and stuff. Like, you, you're probably staggering By the way, anybody. Can I just say, Jeremy, if you, are, if you watch this show, and you still like wait for the day that Hunter Hearst Helmsley is in charge of that promotion? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea how your brain works. I don't. At this point, look, I'm all for optimism, but you're doomed if you're if you're waiting on him taking over. This, this gets no better as far as sort of morality. It's getting no better. I can promise you, it's just not. It's. I don't know why they haven't been testing, and yet now they test and. Hey, wouldn't you know it? There's a bunch of of cases. Like it's the the Trump theory of. If we test, of course we're gonna find more people. So we're not gonna test. Yeah. It's like I don't, I don't get it. I've reached a breaking point with all of that, and it's it's dumb. Just shut the shows down. 
sh shut it all down. And this is not, and people want to attack everybody. And this is, you know, back to what we discussed earlier of like getting attacked for an opinion or making this some type of brand war type thing and stuff. Like, just because you say something about WWE doesn't mean you agree with what AEW is doing and, and, and yeah. vice versa. Like, it's all bad. Shut it all down and, yes. and just completely knock it all off. Yeah, it's been a very cheerful episode, guys. Right? We we see we all seem really uh, we all seem really ready to go and cover the world of professional wrestling once this is done. Look, we have to. Do, I said to Jerry, I was like, we have to. You know, it'd be very nice of us to come on here and be like, hey, Dynamite was good. It's not the week for that, right? Like we have <laughs> we have to face this this stuff. Uh, the COVID deal is just, I mean, it's swallowing us all up. But the 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 speaking out movement. Um, it's such a difficult one, and I'm glad we spoke about it here because I don't want to make it like a. I think I said, I said earlier to you, right? Like, is it a you know relief? Like, I don't know how to frame it, but I guess my point is, at least it's better this stuff be discussed, right? Because otherwise, just more victims while while everyone kind of turns their back to it, and that's not what we need. But man, we've covered a real plenty of great topics today, right? It's been great fun. Georgia, any last words on um, speaking out COVID? Do you, do you want to talk about something positive? Hey, we we love actually being positive about wrestling on this show. Um, any any last words on anything? If you want to talk positivity, that's great as well. Um, one last point on the COVID. If you don't want to batch take and you want to do something, do an NWA Carnyland. Just yeah. throw on a bunch of wrestlers doing absolutely random stuff for 20 minutes. <laughs> That works as well, you know? <laughs> it does something if you really want to. How crazy is it that we're like three, four months and we're still saying test people? It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, you still haven't worked that out. Um, positivity. What positive stuff is there? <laughs> if you can't, um, if you have nothing, well, I have nothing either. So. <laughs> No. I mean, Eugene Nagata looked pretty good in the New Japan Cup. That's all I've got. Sorry, guys. That's all I've got. I, you know, I, I, um, I don't know. It, I, I just, I hope that anyone who's watching this show, I, I, look, I'm aware our audience is not like, this is not the usual fare here, right? There's a lot of silliness in, in usual, but this is what has to happen. We can't, it isn't our job to be a distraction from all problems when they're this close to home and the whole industry is, we have to talk about it and, I'm glad we did, and I think hopefully I learned some stuff. I hope everyone else did. I, I don't... Um, yeah, positivity is not... That is not this week's show, unfortunately. Kofi Kingston had a great AJ Styles impression. There you go. Kofi Kingston <laughs> seems good. Kofi Kingston seems like someone we can be like, okay, he's good, right? We can do that? I, I, hope. I hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> that, was, that could be terrible last words for me. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Georgia, we appreciate you you joining us today. Um, where can where can everybody find you at on social media and your writing? Um, mainly Twitter. It's at gmadden little underscore nineteen. Hopefully, I'm gonna have some more projects coming up. I'm doing something. I'm interning at the AWIW, which is an association of women in wrestling, mm -hmm. focusing on just trying to get women into journalism. And there is also like. I'm there is some developments maybe coming on that front, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how the community fares and <laughs> I I hope everything does work out with the association because it is a good thing what they're doing. We we need 
more women covering sports just all across, whether it's wrestling, basketball, hockey, anything. Um, more voices are, are a good thing. I don't know why people want to try to marginalize any voice, like any any voice that can form a respectful opinion. I should say some voices shouldn't be heard. Sorry, uh, every, everyone knows what I'm talking about. But for the most part, more voices should come together and discuss this, these things. But certainly more diverse opinions than two white dudes says a white dude who does a podcast with another white guy. Um, George, again, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you. Yes, you're welcome back anytime. Hopefully when if, hopefully wrestling survives this and we do have positive topics to, to come on and talk about, please join us again and we can talk good about wrestling and not everything we unfortunately had to talk about today. Um, Joseph, everyone can follow. Are you tweeting again? Are you still retired? It's a long story. Okay. I'm like... I'm like the Undertaker in like 2018, okay. you know. And big topics like my Saudi Arabia deal. Like I'll just come back out for those. I'll send a tweet. Get out. I get out very quickly. Though. So follow me, but don't expect to talk to me. I have no interest in such a thing. I'll tweet my opinion. Please like, retweet. Never talk to me again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Jeremy Lambert 88. Check out Fightful.com. Fightful Select. Dot com. Uh, we have some NWA news on there today. I, I had a story, a note about Ricky Starks. I'm a scoopster now, Joseph. Joseph broke the Alexa Bliss story uh, this yeah. past week. And I didn't about... get credit for it. I did not get credit. Jeremy, you did not give me enough credit for that story. I want you to know that. How I broke that story. How dare you? I broke... I'm a scoopster now, you know this? I'm a big, How... big deal. How dare you You better say... change the description under my name better have changed by the way i'll never know because i never watched the show but you better say scoops around it how dare you that i did not give you enough credit that's just blasphemy <laughs> on here um sign up for fightful select check out george's piece on the on fightful that she did over the weekend talking to, to female wrestling fans i'm glad you got a lot of uh good feedback on that because mm -hmm. it, it was an excellent piece and i know the timing may not have seemed great but i think the timing was actually very good considering the, mm -hmm. the the subject of the piece and hopefully you know you, you do more stuff with fightful because um I, I think you do great work with that so uh everyone we will be back on saturday with the tew distraction series it's the go home show for smackdown joseph does not remember any of this at all uh judgment day will be next week so the go home show for for smackdown for judgment day is this saturday 11 o'clock premiering and we'll be back on Tuesday, hopefully, maybe, with a, with a movie review. And then we'll be back next week as well. Thanks, everybody. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.